We were talking about this issue on the roundtable, and now we'll get more on it from the source. And that would be reporter Marika Walsh from the Globe and Mail. We're talking about the feds having already been dipping their fingers into grocery prices. Now they want to get all busy about Airbnb. Good morning, Marika. Good morning, John. Can we actually, well, let's start off with the measure that the government wants to take, and then we can get into purview. But what do they want to do? Well, what they're looking at is finding a way to limit or disincentivize um, widespread use of Airbnb. So the sources that myself and, and our bureau chief, Bob Fife, spoke with said it's not so much focusing on somebody who has one Airbnb, but if somebody owns multiple Airbnbs that they're renting out that end up sitting empty a lot of the time and they make a killing sort of on a weekend thing when it could be used for longer term rentals. That's what they want to find a way to target. And there are um, some options for the federal government. But as we know, a lot of this is controlled by the city. And so it's about how Ottawa sort of uses a carrot or stick to get the cities to do this. Okay. Do we know what that carrot or stick could be then? Because you're absolutely right. I think this is between, you know, this is for condo societies and municipal governments. Yeah, it is. Although the question around the housing issue is that this has been in the purview of cities primarily for decades and uh, and we see where we're at. So the federal government feeling the pressure of its voters is trying to weigh in on this. It's important to note there's no final decision yet, but there's options such as using federal funding for the municipalities, making it contingent on some sort of change around the Airbnbs. You could also change tax measures around how Airbnbs are taxed. So that would be federal. And, you know, it's important to note that the government says it's looking at all options across a wide array of things from labor to how the housing market is used as investments for many people. Um, and so it kind of covers the gamut. And what we're expecting is that in the next few months, this will roll out, including, for example, with the fall economic update, which is when the government tables sort of its fall mini budget. And how much, if they could clamp down on Airbnb units nationally, uh, how much would that change the available market for people who actually want to live in a place? I don't, I don't have that stat. I think the point that the government is making is that they want to move the needle as far as they can on many different elements. So they've already done that, they feel, with lifting the GS, GST excuse me, off of new rental construction. And they say that they're hearing from developers that that could lead to tens of thousands of new units in the next decade. What we do know from the CMHC is that Canada is short about three million units of housing by 2030 if it has any hope or any aspiration to make housing more affordable. The CMHC, which is the federal housing agency, says the last time housing was really affordable, and that's based on what percentage of salary people are paying to housing, was in 2004. So that's two decades ago. And so if that wants to get back on track and, and get back into a more reachable zone for many more middle-income and lower-income people, then many, 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 many more units need to be made available, and, and that's what the government's focused on. Thanks for this, Marika. Thanks, John. That's the Globe and Mail's parliamentary reporter, Marika Walsh.